0: Hello? Oh, Mr. Maroney.
1: His name is Lou. His name is Lou. His name is Lou.
0: How you doing, friend? You on the streets of NYC tonight?
1: I am on the streets of NYC, 50th and 1st Avenue, to be exact.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Somebody come and scoop Trusky up. All right. I really wanted to talk <laughs> about fantasy that's really what was on my mind but we got our draft coming up in a week and a half and you're number nine and i'm number 10 so i can't be up here telling you who i think are sleeper players that you're gonna take before me so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to touch on some things we touched on last week drew i can't afford to have that happen
1: you know what i'm fine with you telling me who you like and 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 me telling you who i like because i'm the back-to-back champion oh so if anything you should be asking me who i like and then you should be kind of altering your notes in favor of those players. Changing my whole you know strategy. I
0: mean? I'm going to change my whole strategy up just to pick the players that Drew wants.
1: Good. You should. You
0: should. Oh, man. So we'll go with some divisions and over-unders. I mean, we touched a little bit last week on who yeah. we think is the best division. But there's some interesting odds out there in terms of who is going to win certain divisions. I'm looking at yep. the NFC. So we got the Eagles, who are obviously the favorite. Then the second in line is the Cowboys are 4-1. to one. What are your thoughts on the NFC East, Ruski?
1: Yeah, I mean, I believe that since 2004, there has not been a repeat winner of that division. So, what is that, like 13 straight years where the team that won the division last year didn't win it again the next year? So, I mean, there is some value, I guess, on some different teams, and, you know, you could argue that Philadelphia could have a Super Bowl hangover. You know, you don't know how healthy Wentz is going to be. You don't know if Nick Foles can duplicate his, you know, perfect Super Bowl performance. So, in theory, there is some value on the other teams. Um, the Redskins 10-1, to 1, Alex, is that value? Alex Smith, you know, is that value? I kind of don't, I, I don't mind the Redskins. I mean, Alex Smith, he's not the sexiest quarterback out there, but he's a stable quarterback. You know, he's going he's gonna to not turn the ball over. He's going to win you between seven and nine games, possibly. So, Washington, I think they could, you know, be competitive in a division – you get the Giants. Who knows what you're going to get from them? Eli and Saquon. There's a lot of hype around them. I mean, they could surprise and take the, take the division. And then obviously you have Dallas with uh, Zeke and Zeke and uh, Dak. And um, anything's possible there. So I do think that there is value on maybe fading Philly and going with someone else to win that uh, division. My only thing is Todd. I don't know who. I don't know. I, 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 I mean, there's. I, I like, think I
0: like. Uh, I like Alex Smith. I do. He's a reliable quarterback. I mean, ten to one. And then the Cowboys at four to one seems nice. You know what I like a ten to one a lot better. The next, the next division you got the Chicago Bears are ten to one Ooh. to win their division. I know that you said you like the Bears last week, but that's a pretty tough division. Minnesota is the favorite, and Green Bay then Detroit at seven to one. Chicago at ten to one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely think the Bears are going to be better. Um, are they going to be good, good enough to win that division? Probably not. You know, if the Bears were in a in a division like the um, NFC South, that would be a, a little more tempting, but. When you're, going to get, when you're going up against Aaron Rodgers twice a year and the Vikings defense twice a year, I find it hard to believe that the Bears are going to actually take that division. But, I mean, you could take the Bears, you know, you could take the Bears to win the division now. And then let's say they start off like 2-0, 3-0. Then later in the season, you could hedge your way out of it. Do you know what I mean? In order to, to like trying to kind of find a profit there. Dude, I would wow. like to be
0: able to sell future bet slips. I was actually looking a couple of years ago at websites that have that, but it's only legal in Vegas because, like, you have to trade the ticket and verify it, so it doesn't oh. It doesn't seem like you can really just – because I would like to do that in, like, the NBA playoffs where it's like, you know what? Yep. The Grizzlies are the 4C and the Warriors are the 1C, but I think they got a chance to split the first two games, and then all of a sudden it goes from, like, plus 700 to, like, plus 250. Swing that – right. But we don't bet. We don't bet, so.
1: We don't bet. We don't bet. But for the people who do bet, I mean, there is some actual value there because – I think sportsbook.com, I think sportsbook offers that, where, like, you know, if you took Philadelphia to win the Super Bowl last year, let's say, right, at, like, at like uh, 4,000 to 1, or I'm sorry, or, like, 40 to 1, you know, and then they make the playoffs, you could, in theory, hedge out of that in order to net yourself a profit, which, again, makes sense in, cert- in like, certain uh, uh, certain situations, Um but there is definitely value in, you know, trying to hedge out of your future.
0: We'll see if there is a marketplace for that now that gambling has opened up a little more. But in the meantime, we're moving on to the NFC South. You said the Bears could win the NFC South. This is the best division there is, man. The Saints, the Falcons, the Panthers, they're all – the Panthers yeah. are the third in line. They're three to one. The only one that – the bucks you know, they got no chance. The Bucs are terrible.
1: Yeah, the Bucs are a dumpster fire. <laughs> um, let's establish that. And, yeah, I mean, you could make a case for all three other teams. It's just – You know, they've all been in the Super Bowl in the past decade. um, So they all have some history. Um, Carolina, you got Cam with the new offensive coordinator in North Turner. Not really sure how that's going to shake out. Um, Drew Beast is getting old, man. Like, I know he's, you know, breaking records and throwing yards and touchdowns, but what is he, like 39, 40? He's old, man. He's old. one 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 bad hit below the knee, and then the Saints are turning to who? Like Chase Daniel as their quarterback, and then they're 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 a, a four win team. They got a good um, ground
0: game, man. Kamara and Ingram. Kamara Ingram's
1: what back after four. Uh, TDS. Com- yeah, 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 yeah. Why yeah. like Kamara's
0: so high on the board this year? He's like number six on these mocks.
1: He's a little too high, if you ask me, Todd.
0: Oh, just is that, that so? That we'll see what you I'm do at number nine, then, Drew. We'll see if you take him, just, him right
1: before me. I'm just saying that. I think Kamara. He's a little overvalued at the moment.
0: Why? Um, Because Ingram's going to come back and get two TDs a game again in the fourth or fifth
1: week? It's just I'm a little wary on, like, running backs like Kareem Hunt and Alvin Kamara, who were, you know, like, fourth-rounders to seventh-rounders last year. Then everyone, now they're the sexy name now, and now they become first-rounders. And, like, you wonder if they can translate that rookie success into their sophomore year. I'm just a little uh, uh, wary on it, you know. Yeah,
0: sophomore slumps. Todd Gurley had a sophomore slump, and he came back. He was a number one fantasy player.
1: Exactly. And then just to finish up the South, I mean, you got Atlanta, obviously Atlanta is a great team, but I mean, two things with them. Like, I feel like, are they ever going to get over that like mental hurdle where you lose that Super Bowl in that heartbreaking fashion. Um, You kind of saw carry over into the divisional round game versus Philly where what they had, they had four shots um, at like the two yard line and, and and they couldn't score. So it's like, you wonder if they're going to get over that mental hurdle and you have Steve Sarkeesian as the offensive coordinator and he's like blatantly like terrible, you know, um, so you wonder if like Atlanta has like the metal and the fortitude to be able to get back to the Super Bowl, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Are you going to
0: pick any of these division winners? I think that if I had to go with a division winner, cause we're just talking about the teams, I think I'm going to go with the Panthers. I think that Cam Newton's yeah. got a little chip on his shoulder. I like their ground game. I don't want to, yeah. you know what? That's all I'm going to say. I like their ground game. I like the ground game.
1: I don't like that. I, I'm seeing they're at, they're at plus two fifty. So I, I think there's value there. Um, I did take a stab at one division. Uh, I took I took Baltimore, um, yeah. Yeah. when they were at plus four hundred to win the um, AFC North, and since that Todd, they they fall into plus two fifty.
0: I'm on sports, but they're still four to one. But I mean, I like I like this pick a uh, lot. And you know what? Talking about the future bets, it's like there's just a marketplace for you to pick a division or pick the Super Bowl champion to be the Ravens, where they're like plus one twenty. I like the Ravens. That is a good sleeper team this year.
1: It's a good secret team. They got a good defense.
0: They do. And they got reliable um, quarterback play. I think uh I think they got a good team. I don't know. I don't know. If the Steelers I'm not sure what the deal is with Le'Veon Bell. I actually got the number two pick in my other league and it's like, Am I taking Le'Veon Bell? What the fuck's up with this
1: contract? I'm not yeah, sure. Gurley's going one, so um I I guess I would go Bell number two because like Pittsburgh is gonna score. Um but having, someone,
0: having a wide receiver like Antonio Brown, I've never had that. I don't I, – you know a person you don't need to worry about me picking because I'm not going to pick him is Julio Jones. Who? Most overrated. All he does is get 100 yards a game, but this man never scores a touchdown.
1: Fuck I'm with Julio you, man. Jones. I will never pick Julio you. Jones
0: or A.J. Green. Those are the two players I won't be taking back-to-back. Don't worry about those guys.
1: I'm not taking, the, I'm not taking those guys either. Well, that's not good. I wish unless you you're trying to psych me out. No, unless, no, we're, no. unless we're playing like a little mind game here. Mind games. Um, plus with Julio, you got Calvin Ridley. You know, so maybe Elena's gonna want to feed him because he could be like the heir apparent, you know, uh, so to say, for Julio. We're not even gonna talk
0: about the AFCs because it's really just too fucking depressing to talk about how bad our Dolphins are gonna be. Second yes. best chance is ten to one. The Jets have fifteen to one, and the Bills are twenty to one. Wow, the New England Patriots continue to just
1: yeah, It's just, it's just it's no just... no value in betting any other team.
0: <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, uh, like, I
1: feel like second place in that division could have like six wins Jesus like couldn't you see the Pats at whatever 10 wins and then you got the Bills and you know Jets go 6 and 10 Dolphins go 5 and 11 Bills go 4 and 12 like that's totally <laughs> in play I feel like right I don't even want Are to I talk wrong? about the Dolphins season yeah, I mean let's not talk about it
0: it's just gonna upset us we should get Bruce Barrett on the line one time to talk about how the Dolphin season's gonna be I'm curious to see what his outlook is
1: I mean, if we were to get him on the line, we would have to kind of change the rating of our podcast because there's a lot of 4 little words involved in there. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure it would be age-appropriate for some of our listeners.
0: That's fair. We we're we're going we're gonna to move on then to the, to the AFC West. we got Los Angeles Chargers who are the favorite, even though Philip Rivers will just
1: Go charge throw their
0: season away because he is a pick machine, but he gets a lot of fantasy points. He does get a lot of fantasy points. Somehow he throws three interceptions a game and still scores 30 <laughs> fantasy points.
1: It's true. The Raiders are at
0: 4 to 1 I like that. I think the Raiders have a chance to be good.
1: Yeah. Um and then Denver at what like 5 to 1? Yeah, 5 to 1. Yeah, we'll get to Denver in our next segment on the over under totals, but um I mean, yeah, I feel like the Chargers will win that division, but for the odds that you're getting, I feel like there's like no value there because they're such a snake-bitten team. Like, do you really only want to get plus 120 on the Chargers to win that uh, a division? I don't like I want more value on that. Like I want plus 300 because they have no home field advantage. You know, Um, they lose games like it's their job. So I don't really trust them, you know, to win the division. But I guess they are like the best team. So we'll see. So for these
0: over-unders, since there's so many in this 32, I want to pick out ones that I think are ones that could be close. ones, Like ones that you think maybe are guarantees because I'm looking at Baltimore Ravens over eight and a half. Eight and a half is the line
1: for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, That's I mean, an over. I definitely like that. So so my strategy, just for anyone who cares, if you care, Todd. I out. care. My, you care? Okay, good. How about these half games? How about someone cares? How, huh? how do you treat these half games? Some of them are just six. Some
0: of them are six and a half. That's, that is a half a game. That is an important game to look at.
1: So here's my thing. I'm, I'm usually never going to bet a team to go over their win total, and I'll tell you why. Um, usually... You're gonna get more value on betting that team to like make the playoffs. So, for example, Baltimore is a prime example, right? Their over/under is what you said, uh, eight, eight and a, and a half. half. And like, what's the juice on that? Like, 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 what's the vague, What's the juice?
0: All right. If I put, let's find out. I can say minus one 100, forty-five. It doesn't. It says ten to eleven. So if I put a hundred dollars, I'm gonna get ninety.
1: Right. So you're losing money. So my site says over/under eight at at minus one forty-five. That means I gotta lay a dollar forty-five to win a dollar. On Baltimore to get nine wins. Now, why would I do that when I can bet Baltimore to make the playoffs at like plus one thirty hmm. five? Because chances are if they go over eight wins, they're gonna make the playoffs. More than likely. Okay. So I think there's more value in doing that kind of prop, like yes, Baltimore to make the playoffs at plus one thirty five, so I bet a dollar to win a dollar thirty five as opposed to laying a dollar forty to win a dollar. You know what I mean? So you're only gonna bet on the unders, you're saying? I typically only bet on unders, correct.
0: I think that's a good bet because I was doing a little research myself in 2017 in the NFL standings. I believe there were six or seven teams that finished with less than five games winning. You know, the Jets were five and eleven, the Broncos were five and eleven, the Browns were 0 16, Colts and the Texans were four and twelve. A lot of teams, the Giants were three and thirteen. A lot, yep. of, a lot of unders. And I'm looking right now at all the unders, and it looks like the the lowest number of win totals I see out of any projected team is five and a half for the Browns. That's the under. Right. That's the lowest amount. And I just counted off six or seven teams that's, that basically won five or less games last year.
1: That's a great point by you, Todd. That's, a, that's actually a phenomenal point. That's why there's so much more value in just betting unders rather than betting overs.
0: I like it. Maybe I'll get on some of these unders because basically, if an NFL team I'm implodes, if they implode and they're just going straight to the bottom. NFL teams cannot
1: shitter. turn that around. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Jeez, because it's like,
0: yeah, it's just a brutal sport, man. Brutal sport. You got a week to think about every game. The NBA, it's like, you know what? You lost an OT thriller. You're on a 15 game losing streak. You're playing the next night against. You're playing the
1: next night. The Milwaukee in, Bucks, in Maybe you'll win. Right. right.
0: You know that's crazy how different it is. We can finish up with a little bit, I guess, of regular season MVP. Um, pretty. Are sim- we
1: going to give us some? You uh, want more overunders? We- well, don't we want to give some teams out?
0: Yeah, you're right. I forgot about the, the Ravens was the one we, and then we got off a tangent. We, I think the unders are what we're going on This is the tangent I went off on. Yeah, but...
1: give me some unders. Give me some unders. All
0: right. The under for the Browns is five and a half.
1: So, so you like that?
0: Yeah, I'm taking the under on that for sure.
1: Really? So you're not buying the hard knocks hype? You're not buying the Mayfield hype?
0: <laughs> Absolutely not, dude. Have you seen that offensive line coach? Isn't that where the no, game of football right.
1: starts? Um, that offensive line
0: room is a joke. That's funny. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, six and a half? That's under.
1: That, that's under, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: I think the – No, so you're right. Yeah, go for it, sorry.
1: No, I was going to say, uh, no, I mean, the Browns and Hugh Jackson, they have one win in the past two seasons.
0: Right. So they're they're winning five, they five and a half games?
1: Right. You never know, though. Um, um, uh, do you like the Jets?
0: I do. I'm not sure about the Jets. I might, I might stay away from the Jets, actually. I like the Broncos to go under seven. I think that's an overrated
1: team. What do you think about the that Broncos? Was, that's my favorite one of the year, Todd. To go under? Denver, Denver to go under, and I'll tell you why. All right. Case Case Keenum, he was good last year because it was just everything went, everything went went right for him, all right? He had a great defense. He had a great coaching staff. And most importantly, he succeeded when people thought that he wouldn't. You know, as a starter, he was like an average starter. He went 0-8 one year in Houston as a starter. So... Now he's in Minnesota. Comes in as a backup. He has a phenomenal defense, phenomenal coaching staff, phenomenal home field advantage. Everything just like went right for Case Keenum and the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Now he signs a two-year, thirty-six million dollar deal with Denver, and all of a sudden he's supposed to be the messiah and the savior. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. That's not gonna happen. That's okay. Not gonna happen. Um, he's gonna regress badly. He's not playing games inside, you know, the Minnesota Superdome, whatever. He's playing games outside in in Mile High. And, like, I don't think Denver's defense is as good as it has been.
0: No, that is a team that's deteriorating. What's the uh, coach's name? I forget. It's our
1: old uh, defense coordinator. Vance right? Joseph. Yeah, I don't think he's that great a coach. He's not a good coach. Um, you lose a keep to leave in the secondary. Um, I just don't think they're that good of a team. I mean, Demarius Thomas is getting older. Emmanuel Sanders is is getting older. Older. Uh, some, some rookie named Royce Freeman is, like, shooting up the draft boards and is supposed to be this, like, savior, like – I don't see it. I don't buy it. Um, I think Case Keenum's going to be what he has been his whole career. That's an average quarterback. Um, I see Denver. I don't see Denver winning more than four or five games.
0: I I like get. Um, I like it, Drew. Thank you. <laughs> He's thank <understood>. you. <laughs> oh man. Damn. And I'm, and I'm,
1: and it. I'm glad you agree with me. Yeah, I
0: mean that that was one that stood out to me for sure. I mean the Giants under seven, maybe they might be really bad because I don't know who's on their defense. I don't really um, – I, I mean, my football isn't as good as my basketball as, as everybody knows, okay. but it's just – in my opinion, it's all about the line play because, sure, the, the Cleveland Browns have great skill players like Jarvis Landry on hard knocks, but if their their line gets dominated, nothing else happens. And the Giants right. feel like their defense – They're their worst defense in the league, aren't they?
1: Uh, they weren't a good defense last year. They did sign Nate Solder uh, to show up their offensive line and kind of um, – help help Manning stay healthy but uh defensively I think they signed Alec Ogletree, who's like a terrible linebacker um no I, I can't even name anyone in their secondary right
0: it's like their, their defense is probably just going to get 30 points on them every single game I think a good one is the Seahawks at seven and a half I don't know that I would bet on that but at all because the Seahawks are such a wild card team seven and a half seems low to me I mean they're going to be an interesting team this year
1: yeah I mean everyone's I mean, like the the uh, storyline for Seattle this this off has been like how bad they're going to be. You know, selling away the Legion of Boom. I'm not totally buying that. You know, they still have Russell Wilson, who's phenomenal. Um, you know, you still got a couple got a couple weapons on offense with like Doug Baldwin. They signed Brandon Marshall, who knows how good he can be. Um, mm-hmm. They got what uh, Shaq Griffin, who's like the one arm, one-hander yeah so i mean they're probably not going to be good but i think everyone's running them off way too quickly um they still have a good home field advantage like they're not going to be great but like they're not going to be a four-win team like everyone's projecting so i would i would tread carefully on the seattle i would not take on them you know what that i would definitely take i don't even know if i've said this one yet the
0: the bucks is that under six and a half oh yeah i might have already commented on the bucks are an impulsion yeah
1: yeah 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 and the Bucs are an implosion. They're a, they're a, they're a train wreck. <laughs> um, and I, I think we touched on this last week about how I think there's good odds for Dirk, Dirk Cutter to be the first coach fired.
0: Yeah, maybe that's uh, what came out. Maybe uh, I'm hoping Coach of the Year came out. Let's see, because definitely had first coach fired last
1: week. Yeah, worst NFL team is still out. The Bills. Wow. Bills are going to be the bad. Bills, Bills are going to be bad. Yeah. Um, um,
0: man. God, the Dolphins, Dolphins are up too high on that list for me to be happy about.
1: I mean, it's the same old story <sighs> for the Dolphins. It's been the same story for the for the past twenty years. Well,
0: I do like the coach, though. I James really do, do like you? Adam Gase. I think he's an interesting guy. I think that I like the way that we play faster than we did in the past. It was so boring watching the team we grew up. I feel like Kenny Stills gets, you know, some action. We we're going for the long ball recently. Don't we remember times when we couldn't throw the ball at all? All it was was handing the ball to Ricky Williams and. Whoever but else those teams was a won
1: running
0: back on the Dolphins. Year. When, what, got bounced in the first round of the playoffs by the Ravens I mean, 28-0? would you rather Neverville.
1: win 10 games a year or, or win five games a year?
0: I mean, I would rather that we held on the Nick save and, and take Drew Brees instead of Dante Culpepper. That could have been a this good 15 This
1: is This is a valid point. This is a valid point. But no. I was watching
0: some show, and they were saying, that's the worst thing that could have been or something. They came up number one, and I was like, I hadn't even thought about that before. I'm like, you know what? Nick Saban was our coach, and Drew Brace should have been on our team. Yep. Wow. Yep, that happened. We could have been – that could have – <laughs> that happened what? Well, we were in eighth or ninth grade. Instead, we've had to watch Tom Brady win 15 Basically, years yes, exactly. That's
1: okay. That's exactly how it went down. But, no, I mean, it's, it's been the same story with Tannehill for the past seven off seasons, right? Like, is this the year that Ryan Tannehill takes the next step? <laughs> if you're asking the same question for six years, the answer is probably no at this point. Right? I mean, how many times have you been asked the same exact question? Like
0: He's been hurt two years in a row. I mean, he was playing well, then he got hurt, and Matt Moore came in and we made the playoffs still, and then last year was the I mean, I still got a chance, I still got hope. Okay,
1: so let me put on my talking head uh my talking head uh face and say, Is this the year that Ryan Tannehill does it? No. I mean, Ryan Tannehill is and will always be the fifteenth best quarterback playing. Like he's not bad enough where you're going to go five and 11, right? But he's not good enough where you're going to go 11 and five. You're going to go somewhere in the middle. And for the dolphins, that's what is acceptable. We accept mediocrity. The dolphins like they dolphins like uh, mediocrity. You like going seven and I, eight and a trying to retool for next year. It's been the same story for the past 20 years. So why should anything change now? Ownership's a mess. The front office is a mess. No one knows how to draft. No one knows how to sign free agents. No one knows how to coach. Um, and that's what you get. You get a six-win team for the past fifteen years. So, how do you I'm really just, feel about uh, the Dolphins? I'm just saying, like, like you call it, gotta call a spade a spade, right? I mean, it's the same. It's the same story. You got Keiko. Dave
0: Wanstad and Jay Fiedler are the best football memories that I
1: have. How sad is that? That is sad. I mean, you got Kiko Alonso going over to the opposite sideline. Like, I don't blame him. If I was Kiko, if I was him, I would want to go over to Baltimore too. Get me off of this team, man. Right. <laughs> Did you, did you uh, see that last night or, or no?
0: Yeah, I saw that. and I saw the ball slip out of Tannehill's hand on oh, like yeah. a screen
1: pass. Right. Tannehill. God, we're terrible. Dude, Tannehill, this is your seventh year playing in Miami. Like, balls get wet. Like, yeah, like it happens, bro. Like, this is your seventh year. It's so and ridiculous.
0: Christian McCaffrey rip off an 80-yard touchdown run.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Improve his fantasy value a lot with that one run. And the
1: defensive coordinator How, many, how terrible. many spots
0: do you think? Christian McCaffrey moved up on the draft board due to his 80-yard preseason TD run. Probably too
1: Dolphins. many because the Dolphins have the worst run defense in the <laughs> league, so he's probably overvalued at uh, this point. Okay. Um, well,
0: he might be coming at number 10 and 11. You better pick oh, him number shit.
1: 9. Let me write that one down. I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. <laughs> write it down on the, on the street. Get out your piece of chalk. <laughs> I'll write it on my stoop that I'm sitting on. You know who's not on the MVP list? No odds
0: for Ryan Tannehill. But there's 200 to one for Lamar Jackson.
1: Can, Come on, guys! Can,
0: you don't think there's better odds for Ryan Tannehill than Lamar Jackson? Is, they have Lamar Jackson on this
1: list. Is there is there a least valuable player odds? Because I would put every dollar I have on Ryan Tannehill yeah. being the least valuable player. Oh my! Does God. that exist? This is gonna be his.
0: This is his year, Drew. Oh this yeah! Is this his is year. It.
1: year year seven. This is it. This is the year. Lucky number seven.
0: This is the year that it happens. Uh, uh, well. Number one is Aaron Rodgers, ninety-two. To
1: then Tom Brady. If Tom
0: Brady wins MVP again, did he win last year?
1: Uh, Who won MVP last year? Uh, I don't know. Was it Carson uh, Wentz? Did he win it anyways? Should have been Jared Goff.
0: I don't even know, man. 2017 NFL MVP. I've got the computer out.
1: Use the Google machine. What do we got? It was Tom Brady. Of course it was. Fuck Tom Brady. Um, I mean, I'm probably taking Aaron Rodgers. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like he's like the best quarterback on the planet, and I'm a big Rodgers supporter. I'm I'm a Packers supporter. I said it before that this is this is his time to get a second ring. Um, so um, Drew Brees could have
0: a decent shot, sixteen to one, if the Saints are very good. If they go like thirteen and three, yeah, I mean that's saying a lot. But
1: I'm just worried about could be really Brees. good. I'm just worried about Brees and his health. Like just something, something, something. I don't know, man. I don't know how to explain it. I just got a a gut feeling that. Breeze is going to get hurt or something or tear, tear another <laughs> rotator cuff. Like, you know, you don't want to predict injuries or, like, or, like, handicap injuries, but, like, he's getting up there, man. He's getting up you there. You just,
0: you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, Drew Breeze,
1: watch out, he's coming for your life. Maybe, man, you never know. Football's, football's right. a weird sport.
0: Listen, we can only get so lucky that it happens to Tom Brady this season, but he'll probably just come back. Just like he did the last time. Or Matt Castle will just lead him to the playoffs, and it won't even matter. It's true. Uh,
1: I mean, the Brady years are declining, and and it's it's a shame that no team in that division can like position themselves for like the future. Like, whose future would you want to have in that division when Tom Brady's retired in three years? Like, I, I don't know. Josh Allen. That's why he like, stakes around. That's, that's part of
0: the reason that he fucking
1: days out of retirement
0: so long all these people don't even ever talk about how bad we are that is a this is a wipe-up season for him it's like there's gonna be no mileage on his body it's gonna be another reason that he gets to play until he's over 40 and those commentators i feel like ever harp on just how terrible our fucking division is
1: yeah man i Demetic. mean they're gonna the pets are gonna waltz their way to 11 wins and probably a first round bye. i like, that's just that's just how it's gonna be
0: um he's gonna play forever Tom Brady could play until 50 if his season was as easy as it's going to be this year. You're right.
1: That, that, that's, that, that's actually, like, makes sense, dude. Like, like it makes total sense. Oh, God. What know. other
0: things are standing out to me? Do anybody besides QBs win? Let's look. In 2016, it was Matt Ryan. In 2015, it was Cam Newton. In 2014, it was Aaron Rodgers. I would say not. I would say Todd Gurley at 25-1 to 1 is probably not great odds. That's oh. the only non-QB in this list.
1: You want a non-QB who can win MVP? Right? Well, it sounds
0: like they never win it, so fuck it. Because it's the most I mean, Brown,
1: yeah. Um, Rogers, Brady, Wentz, Wilson, Roethlisberger, Breeze, Goff, Cousins, Ryan, Rivers, Newton, Prescott, Carr, Watson, Garoppolo, Luck, Stafford, Smith, Manning, Winston, Keenum, David Johnson. So the first non-quarterback to, um, with the best odds to win MVP, David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell at uh, – 50 to 1? 40 one? to 1. Okay. Todd, oh, Todd Gurley, 30, 33 to 1. So I guess Todd Gurley would would fall uh, hmm. there. But yeah, it, it, it's it's basically that, you know, non quarterbacks don't win the most valuable player. And it makes sense. Is the yeah. Emmys on tonight?
0: I can't the night? How come there's an Emmys award category? Is that on the,
1: the night? Emmys?
0: No, September 7th, 17th. What Never you mind? I'm, looking at I'm looking at Emmys. Best drama. Yo, let's, let's this put is a us $40. Thousand to one.
1: Dollars on Marvelous, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. You
0: don't think that those get out early? Come on. September 17, 2018, that's a whole month Yo, to figure out who's going to win best room.
1: maxing out Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, right? Max it. <laughs> Is that on Amazon, Prime? I've seen a couple I episodes. I don't know. I just hear it's good. Uh, oh, you
0: just hear about it. You're not watching it yourself. I'm you not. to the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime. I
1: got the, I got the season finale of uh, Sharp Objects tonight. That'll uh my will I myself, Sharp though. Objects.
0: I need to get into a new show. I just pretty much have been rewatching the old OJ documentaries, which is probably at this time, I've seen it enough. I need to get onto something new. Uh,
1: Succession on HBO is pretty good. Sharp Objects, I just mentioned. Those have been my shows this summer. Um, if you like stand-up, uh, Dimitri Martin. Um, he, he's, Dimitri uh, Martin. He has kind of like a dry kind of humor, but he has like a 55-minute stand-up that was just released on Netflix. Uh, interesting drew i'm going to watch that dude I check that out you're that gonna laugh you're gonna laugh at it
0: this may be the most polarizing comedy special of the year dimitri martin netflix overthinker that right? that's what
1: it's called overthinker
0: yeah so i'm gonna look at that check it and out. i appreciate that. that's a good recommendation it's only 145 on a sunday there's a lot of things that us can still do today
1: we got the whole day we got the whole day ahead of us
0: what are you gonna do the rest of this day Drew?
1: the pg version <laughs> dude, i already went to the gym I, I, I had my you office. went to the gym dude I, i've been productive recently i've been productive
0: Good um, for you, mr Baroni. and we're gonna look at this we're at
1: 28 16. we're gonna keep this to a perfect 30 minute episode i love
0: that. that's how perfect that's how professional we are because
1: we don't want to bore our listeners you know at the 30 minute mark Yo, shout to out mark, to spencer now. solo for the engagement
0: there's no chance that he's made it to minute 28 and 30 seconds but if you did you got a shout-out.
1: If you did, you got a shout-out, and I'll send you a free Mint uh, mint Jewel flavor.
0: Mint Jewel flavors on Drewski. I don't know if I got another minute 20 of banter. I mean, Drew, you got, you got anything for us? Another minute 20? Another minute 20 of banter. We're at 28.50 now. We can end it on the Spencer Solo engagement. I mean, you can't get better than that. If he's still listening at a minute 28 and 54 seconds, Shout, to Spencer Solo. shout, shout,
1: shout, shouts. But no, I mean, uh, I guess we'll we'll uh, be in touch uh, over our fantasy draft. And uh... Listen, I think after we have our fantasy
0: draft, which is in, what, 10 days, we can do another special. There'll still be drafts to be had. And that way I don't need to worry about you taking my player at number nine that I'm going to take at number 10 and 11, okay? That's a good strategy. I like that. I didn't give away anything on this podcast, all right? I did that on purpose. We stuck to the team wins like professionals.
1: like Like the professionals that we are.
0: Yeah. all right all right all It's twenty nine thirty. We're ending it at twenty nine thirty. I love you.
1: All right, love you too. Talk to you later.